Simpsons time, and today I'm going into season six, taking a trip back to 1995. The episode I'm going to discuss is number 120, Homer versus Patty and Selma, written by Brent Forrester, and that was his first uh, writing credit on The Simpsons. He has gone on to do many things, and most recently he is involved in Judd Apatow's Love on Netflix, uh, which I watched and I really like. I think it's like a pretty good rom-com-y sitcom. Uh, And directed by Mark Kirkland, and there's some really funny moments of animation that I think he should definitely be lauded for, including uh, Homer throwing Patty and Selma out uh, from the couch to the outside of the house. And then again, where he throws one sister and then Marge, and then that was a mistake, so he carries Marge back in quickly and then throws out the other sister. I really like that as well. Uh, I also really love when... Uh, Marge is saying goodbye to Patty and Selma at the doorstep earlier on in the episode. Um, and she's trying to convince them that Homer is really not a bad guy. You know, like he he is thoughtful and he thinks things out or something like that. And Homer pops out of the upstairs window and says, nope, that's wrong. And like breaks a plate over his head <laughs> completely out of nowhere. That is great to me. The plot of this uh, starts innocuously enough at Moe's where Homer is celebrating the fact that he is going to get rich on pumpkin futures. Uh, And he predicts that the pumpkin economy will peak at January and then you pan away to this perfect sight gag of him standing under a banner that says happy Halloween Um, I really love that opening and uh, I missed a chance like just about four or five weeks ago when I saw one of those townhouses in the West Village you know the ones that are like owned by super duper rich people who are never there Uh, one of these on its doorstep had a bunch of gourds, decorative gourds from Halloween. And of course they were like all falling apart and rotting. They have since been removed, but I missed my ultimate chance at taking a great picture of that and saying that I wanted to invest in pumpkin futures. Oh, poor me. Anyway, Homer, because... He was imprudent with his investments, 
loses a bunch of money and he needs to borrow money to pay the mortgage for the month from Patty and Selma right when they have been promoted at their job, which everyone knows is at the DMV. So they do have some money to throw around and they do not want to lend it to Homer, of course, but since they have done it, they then have leverage and can make him do whatever they want because otherwise they will tell Marge that he did something so irresponsible and lost money for the family. And that uh, spawns really probably my favorite, like one of my favorite living room back and forth dialogue runs uh, when he comes in and Patty and Selma surprise are there and they start to make him do things. Um, I just really like every line of that. Is it just me or did it get fatter in here? Permission and then Homer's like permission to slink quietly away. And Selma's like, permission pending. <laughs> um, and then, you know, it convinces him to bark like a dog and give them foot rubs and stuff. But the line, you can't spell obsequious without I-O-U, is so brilliant. And it's something that I just think about with delight way too often. It's just, it's so well written. I wonder who was responsible for that. And I hope that they are patting themselves on the back constantly for it. So this goes on uh, to Homer's chagrin, and he's very upset about it. But, of course, you know, what can he do? But do nice things for Patty and Selma, which is the last thing he wants to do. Until the IOU note that he's written to them floats onto the top of the lamp and so uh, is projected onto the ceiling uh, by mistake so that Marge can then see it and Marge then finds everything out. Um, and she says, is this projection accurate? There's something about that that always sort of rubs me the wrong way. I'm not sure why. I think because a projection is supposed to be what's gonna happen in the future, but it's not, like, in that case, it's a projection. Like, if you say, this, is this projection accurate? You're talking about something slightly different than, you know, oh, is this information that I'm seeing true? It's a very, very subtle uh, UFM that I'm having here. Do you remember what a UFM is? Ungrateful fan moment. It's something that I'm introducing into the Simpsons lexicon. Wow. Um, so at that moment, um, even though Homer's in trouble, he is also free from having to do anything nice from Pat for Patty and Selma, so that's when he throws them away. 
uh, bodily. Out the door. But he still needs a way to uh, get money. Because now he needs to pay them back for what they lent him. He decides to become a chauffeur and the only uh, passenger that he ever picks up or that we ever see him with is Mel Brooks. <laughs> and uh, there's, you know, a pretty funny thing where Homer is starstruck and he has to, you know, he's like being completely embarrassing talking to Mel Brooks when he's supposed to not talk. And then he gets pulled over by Wiggum, who demands his chauffeur's license, which he doesn't have. And Mel Brooks uh, asks politely to be driven by Wiggum instead of Homer because he doesn't like Homer. And then Wiggum does the exact same thing. Oh my god, are you... Are you, you <laughs> You be Carl Reiner and I be, you know, Police Chief Wiggum. That sounded more like Marvin Monroe, but you get the idea. So now, very, very unfortunately, Homer has to go back to the DMV and uh, get Patty and Selma to give him a road test and give him a chauffeur's license, which, of course, they will not do. Um, I like nagging the driver, minus 10 points for you. <laughs> I really like that. <laughs> when they're finding like uh, little nitpicky things to deduct points from his test for. He's like, seatbelt twisted, minus one point. Nagging the driver, minus 10 points for you. That happens. So they fail him, and they really get sort of a uh, erotic thrill from stamping. Like they w they want to take turns stamping the piece of paper that says, you know, that his is his road test that he's failed, with the stamp that says failed. And they're like, oh boy, oh, that's so sweet. I mean, this is the extent to which Patty and Selma really dislike Homer. They, they really take extreme pleasure in bringing him misfortune. And it's sort of like the only thing that they love. <laughs> so as that's happening, they light up a cigarette, or after it happens, actually, they light up a cigarette, each of them. As you do. And uh, their supervisor comes in and scolds them for smoking inside the government building, which is, I guess, a no-no. Homer is very happy to see this happening until he sees that Marge is unhappy because her sisters are about to lose the, their promotion that they just got. So Homer takes the cigarettes out of the ashtray, pretends that they're his, says that he's in flavor country, uh, absorbs the insult that the 
Patty and Selma's supervisor says that he's worse than Hitler for smoking. And then, reluctantly, Patty and Selma have to say that they are now in debt to him. There's a favor that they owe him. And very quickly he says, okay, call off the debt, and then before they can say anything more, perhaps uh, let him pass his driver's test. He just runs away. And that is how it ends. It's a pretty strong sort of story, but it is one of the Simpsons stories that could have been done in a live-action sitcom. One of the many, I should add. Something that probably couldn't be done in the live-action sitcom uh, is the subplot of Bart doing ballet. Because a real bad boy kid actor probably would not uh, be able to be as good at ballet <laughs> as Bart was. And I really like that subplot, you know. Put on your costume, you are a fairy. And that is Susan Sarandon as the voice of the ballet teacher with the Russian accent. Uh, I really like that design. She looks beautiful. And she, she has a really, really good dance teacher personality. Saying, oh, ballet is not for the sissies, you know. Like, ballet is for the strong! <laughs> And, you know, poor Bart. It is very, very sad what happens to him. He wins the hearts of everybody. And then when he reveals his identity, loses it, loses the acclaim and the people's hearts just as fast. Gets beat up. But I do really love seeing that... Uh, that side of Bart. He is tremendously graceful. Maybe that is what makes him so good at skateboarding, too. So there you have it. This has been Simpsons time, featuring probably the most time Patty and Selma have spent inside the Simpson house in one episode. And I hope you enjoyed it. And that's going to do it for Simpsons Time Through the Debigulator for this week. I'm Amanda Nazario, and I thank you very much for subscribing to this podcast, for listening to it, for continuing the conversation about Simpsons. This song by Juliana Hatfield uh, would definitely also work for the episode My Sister, My Sitter, I am realizing now. Um, 
couple things. I really recommend the documentary The Problem with Apu. It is out now. Uh, you should be able to see it on different streaming platforms by now. Um, I saw it in the theater. Look at me, fancy. And I really thought it was awesome. Um, and uh, I have been continuing to see discarded pumpkins everywhere. Here it is the end of November. And I think that they are going to indeed peak at around January. Yeah, write me an email, drop me a comment anytime you would like. I always love to hear from you. And I will see you next week. Okay, bye.